Okay, and welcome to the MBM podcast. This is uh, episode two. Uh, I think we had like 87 plays of our first one when I checked. Anyway, I'm Matt. That's Mike. That's Jim. Or What's better, up, y'all? Better known as Moose, Buck, and Mike. Unfortunately, we just don't have a nickname for Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do, but we can't say it on air. Yeah, it's because I'm that good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, basically, today's episode, we're going to talk about the race results from the Sioux RC Car Club. Uh, we just had a race day yesterday. Uh, also, we're going to have a special guest on after our first break, Ty Tessman. Yeah, that's right. Eight scale uh, world champion this year. Also a fellow Canadian. Pretty pretty excited that that's happened. From Medicine Hat, Alberta. Oh, look at you. You can use Google. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, might as well get into the fray because uh, we're running uh, about 10 minutes behind. So let's make some uh, use of it. The racing. What do you what do you say, Mike? What a race weekend! Indeed, very busy. Jim, a lot of six fun. classes. Jim, yeah, Jim's a machine yeah. in the yeah. in the number of classes. <laughs> Sweat on my forehead all day long. I don't think you get to sit down. No, no, and and, and thanks to your wife too for bringing the pizza over. I don't know if you did that or no, she did that because she, she, she knew you weren't gonna yeah. have a chance to come again. We've it. used yeah. you as our example yeah. for somebody that never gets to get their pizza. As soon as she brought it, I scarfed it down. Had to go marshal. Full, put just laid them on top of each other like a Panzerati. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eat them two at a time. <laughs> I'm a pig. That's <laughs> the way you do it. Oh, you got the race results, Matt, up uh, or no? Yeah, they're right behind me, actually. That's uh, okay. I don't. We don't really need to look at them. Did I win? Um. Or I won at all. I don't. I don't think you won. No, I all think you had a second. Loser. You got a couple of seconds. That's for sure. I, I know you I did the points and everything like that. Um. Hey, Matt. I, uh, yeah, uh, four by four short course. Uh, I got that because uh, Tyler Carter got DQ'd for big air ju- jumping oh. like 25 feet off of uh, the tabletop. But it looked cool though. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, I was watching. <laughs> you watching, watching yeah. it recently? Well, if you're, if you're gonna get DQ'd, that's the way to do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just bringing them up. I got them on my system here too. I'm just bringing them up. Oh, if you got them on your system, that's easier than me because I got to turn around for them. <laughs> Got another laptop behind me. This is ridiculous how many computers we got in here. We got to get Jim one, though. That way he can be yeah. over there. Matt's got a little stuff. stash of parts over here. Where? No, Jim does. Jim. Yeah, Jim. 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 I said Jim. Matt? Said yeah, he said Matt. Matt. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, thanks for insulting me. I was wondering, wow. what, Hi, I had st- I was wondering what I had hidden over there. Like, what I even did looked I at him. About? <laughs> you know what, though? If Tyler would have came down and tore the carpet because with that big techno he had yeah it would have been a problem oh. we, we had some what about issues. the buggies tearing up the carpet I, I somebody i'm not naming names Jim, um jim what yeah somebody had a four by four buggy that had a screw that was coming loose that eventually fell out you know what i was thinking about that after it probably wasn't the screw it flips over and the shock towers all these carbon fiber shock towers yeah but in that spot i don't think too many people were flipping on their lid because it was after it was the first right double. After double come on no a lot, a lot of, of guys yeah maybe but i know uh i know my 443 and uh, and uh, another 442 with the stock bumpers on it were being called the culprits. And I kind of tried to show everybody, yeah, okay, that means I was landing on the lid. I'm like, how many times did I land, like, uh, you know, at a set, like, what, 75-degree yeah. angle f- with the butt of the truck in the air? Like, like you know. as in Maybe not the shock tower itself, but maybe the screws holding the shocks in. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, but it wasn't when they were flipping. No. It was from somebody landing and going. And, and, and inherently, that's going to happen. And, of course, that's part of the reason why we ask everybody to tape the bottom of their vehicles. Now, I, I haven't taped the bottom of my 443 yet. No. I just haven't. 
Because it's, it's new and it's smooth. Well, that's it. So, you know, I, I I probably will tape it up, obviously, after some of the issues we had. Um, and probably just to, you know, resolve some of the people that may not have been happy um, or worried about the bumper. Because even Marty had brought it up to me. Well, maybe it is if it's pushing like this. So I'm just, I, you know what? Mike and your T-bone bumpers that drive me insane. Guess what? I'm going to put a T-bone bumper on the front of the friggin' thing. It's insurance. True, but... <laughs> you don't have to use it during racing. But when you're uh, practice laps and you got all, all those young punks out there... Yeah, well, that's nice also have the that's also why I don't practice. It's uh, nice to have a push rod or other push people there. there. That's why I stay until close, and that's why I show up before everybody else does. Not not be, partly obviously because I help do race directing and you know any other little technical thing, just like Mike does throughout the day of races. But uh, the earlier I find that I show up, the less people there are there to cause me grief with my stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when people start showing up, I take my stuff off and go and do my other stuff. <laughs> The interesting yeah. part about that is, though, is we only had carpet tears that one race. Yeah. Then the problem went away. Yeah. So either somebody was like, oh, crap, my truck's tearing up the carpet. Well, well I like think you said the screw fell out. I think the screw fell out. From from what I, I was gathering, from what I seen, it looked like to me the screw fell out because one side had so many, one side had one less than the other side. <laughs> so <laughs> I was talking, <laughs> you know, what? No, I wasn't. What? Oh. He's throwing papers around. Just just passing love notes. Confetti. To nice. Uh, just some of the questions we're gonna ask. Uh, tie, oh, tie oh you're there. getting all. Uh, I'm getting psyched up for it. I'm telling. Oh, you. Jim's yeah. excited. Holy man. Nice, nice. That's a good one, actually. Jim. I'm still working on the race results here, so. Oh, okay. Well, hey, we've been trying to kill some time. It's good news is we still got like another ten minutes that we can talk about it before we should break, and get set up for that. Talking about breaking. What? How about Mr. Palumbo's poor truck? Oh, boy. Oh, God. Yeah, that's, a, that's go. a... I'm going to bring that up. I know it's a touchy subject. Definitely. Definitely. Um, let's, let's let's just say what happened. Palumbo was racing around the, the track. It was... Sta- let's tell him what class it's it is. Stadium it was a stadium truck. Stadium truck. truck. Whether he crashed or someone crashed him, he wiped out. Well, I think, well it was some... kind of a perfect storm. There was a crash already uh, at the end of the second because we had a double-double. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the and, and unfortunately, if you're not set up well for the double-double, you weren't clear in the second <coughs> set. just wasn't happening. Um, so something happened to somebody. The marshal was going out to get them. And then at the same time, about another four stadium trucks came yep. over that second double. Um, crash and banging happened. Mike's truck, Palumbo's truck, ended up upside down on its lid and then hit by another one. I think Marty actually hit the marshal in the leg, and then the marshal obviously came down on one foot full first, full, full force on the truck while it was upside down. And I think that the, the crunch was like everybody went, oh, oh that's, that's broken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she gone. Yeah, that's uh, – oh, I, I hope that's not as bad as it sounded. And uh, I, I looked at it. There was A-arms hanging off it, tires, shock tower gone. Bent this, bent that, body tore, Oof. and the guy spends hours on his paint jobs, and they yeah. look beautiful. But yeah. it's unfortunate. Um, what amazes me is we've been doing this for a year. Well, this is the start of our second year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First truck to get stepped on like at ours. That. At ours, yeah. At ours, we saw this happen once last year. Down Maverick at McDonald down at uh, Casey's. At uh, Casey's, I think Spring Fling warm up. Yeah. Second, he had sec- a, second lap. He had a two-two-four, and uh, it was and just a, it was just somebody coming down off of where he had the driver stand set up. Actually, yeah. stepped down down off onto the, the track, yeah, jumped and, down, yeah, and caught it. Stopped it right there. Oh yeah, yeah. and that was when two-two-four parts were very hard to come by. So I yeah. don't I don't think Maverick used that one again. He ended no. up getting replacement parts and doing a trade. So let's go back to the Plumbo thing. So the marshal picks mm. up the truck. Yep, hands it to Palumbo, and. 
a nervous reaction of the marshal, he smiled. Well, that that marshal too also has a sunny disposition. Yeah, true, he's, true, he's very true. Yeah, you talk to him any chance. He was having nonstop problems all day with the transponder he just got, and not once was he yeah, his, upset. His, he was yeah. His way of dealing with it was to yeah. smile and nod and yeah. take it with a grain of salt. And I mean, I know the guy fairly well, and that's just that's just yeah. his personality. Just just, uh, just looking at him, you can tell he's a nice guy. You oh know, yeah, you know. yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But uh, he didn't see it like that, you know. So some words were said, some more words were said to stop the words that were being said. <laughs> Is anyone confused? I am. No. <laughs> and uh, next thing you know, uh, to y- some yelling going on and some not so happy people. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd be pretty upset if that happened. I think so. I would be too. And uh, I can't say what I would say to the marshal that stepped on it. I, I, like I, 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 you know what I mean? Like you guys know me well enough. I probably would have said something inappropriate at the, at the time. Not that I want to admit to it, but that's yeah. the truth. Yeah, but we got to remember there's kids around too. Yes. So our race president there, he uh, didn't take too kind to the words being said. No. Well, because we, Mike and I went to each other. Well, where's Marty? And then I looked down in that general direction, and it was like, oh, yeah, he's down there having a chat with Mike. Lots of finger pointing going right. on and some unhappy people. Yeah, I get in trouble a lot with that. I'm, bad, uh, I'm a bad hand talker. If you want to call it that, and mm-hmm. yeah, it uh, <laughs> Marty's all the time. Stop flailing your hands around. You're pointing at people. I'm like, well, I'm pointing generally at people, not any one specific. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and then uh, of course, Mike, our Mike, me has suffered some uh, pro light battles all day. Thanks <laughs> to my two good friends here, Moose and Jim. See. I'm gonna and they're high recommended. The I remember it. We were sitting at Casey's. Jim, there's this new truck coming out by Team Associated. 4x4 four four <laughs> short course truck. It looks so sweet, Mike. It's going to be the best truck out there. It's re- it's going to be the truck. If you're going to oh. buy one, that's what you buy. I bought it. I was a dummy. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for that one. I'm not going to lie. I think I've replaced every part on that truck with some sort of upgrade, one or another. The only thing that's original is the plastic chassis plate. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, every screw, every part has been replaced. At we some even, point or another. We, we've even added some JB Weld to strengthen parts that nice, have a weakness. Nice. I like JB Weld. Yeah, they held up for what? A couple races before. No, no. The, the. Oh, the rear. Diff uh, case. The rear, no, no, yeah, the diff case where the actual, uh, the pin holders are. For That's the, right. The, the Which I've arms. now found in aluminum, but I think that truck <laughs> is retiring. <laughs> yeah, and the I aluminums are a hundred bucks, aren't they? For the two, yeah, to yeah, do the front yeah, and rear. <laughs> pass. But I think that truck is just going to go into the backyard bashing pile, <laughs> which is probably all it's good for. It should hold up. <laughs> True. So, it's yeah, it, it, it's frustrating. And, uh, yeah, I just I wanted to drive it into the brick wall yeah, in the middle bl- of one I race. I don't blame you on that it's one. It's just so difficult to drive. Everybody's got an opinion of how to get it to handle right so i literally just started doing the here, here you, you adjust it yeah. you do what you think is going to make it better and i'll try it unfortunately the result is always the same it's just squirrely mm, yeah uh the yeah it's just it it is what it is it's it's a it's an rtr i gotta stop clicking this pen sorry guys for anybody to first you know as somebody who just wants to Bash. play in the backyard it's yeah. not a race truck when funny you say that you mentioned racetrack Four by four racetrack. Well, Associated 
discontinued the SC10 yeah, four what's before. up with that? I don't know. So I've been trying to, and I think now it's going to come down to an email to Associated to see if I can get somebody who wants to come on and maybe have a chat. Just Good say idea. maybe they're yeah. working on it. Maybe they can't announce it, but maybe they're working on something. Maybe. They don't have to say yes or no. Maybe. Hmm. You know, a guy like myself. I'm an Associated guy. I think you guys realize that. No, I like Associated. I, I, I love, don't get me wrong, I love my two-wheel drive buggy, my Kyosho RB5, but... Uh, I'm parting ways with it as of, as of the next race. <laughs> I've got a B5M sitting behind me. Um, so, yeah. But uh, i got the results in front of me, so I, I, maybe we'll just go over the A-means sure. uh, for novice right now, and yeah. we'll try and work through them as quick as we can here. So, basically, uh, for our A-mean and novice, uh, Kyle Johnson uh, ended up with 18 laps at a 509. Um, Randy, uh, which is Marty's son, he's been racing for what now, two years, three years? He, yeah, he, well, he got a, he got a second. He's he's coming along. R- pretty Randy's good. been exposed to it, right? Yeah. Because of well, his dad. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. being our fearless leader. Yep, yep. Do, do, do. <laughs> and uh, then we uh, we got Chris Vioto who finished third. Uh, Landon Hunt fourth. Uh, where are we here? Warren Hammerston fifth. Uh, Gord Hunt sixth, and Morgan uh, Dillabaugh seventh. Is that it? Yeah, sure. I'm just gonna leave last yeah, names yeah. out. There you go. <laughs> It'll be easier that way. Okay, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. And then then uh, two-wheel drive buggy A-Main. Um, first was Joel, second was Maverick, and third was myself. I am in this class. Let's just talk about each one as we go. <laughs> we had what when we first started this class? Well, last year when we ran two-wheel drive buggy, how many was there? Uh, like four. Four? Now well, we're and at, that's yeah. including Jim with his 4x4 four 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 buggy four because four. he was the only one with a 4x4 four four buggy. So technically we had three. Three. Two-wheel drive buggies yeah. that showed up. Yeah. yeah. And then Fast I, forward then I bought now. one. And we're, we're at eight. Eight, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Eight. You see those things going around, they look like pissed off bumblebees, man. People want that. It Well, they, they're fast. Yeah. yeah. And a uh, little bit of chaos, I think, with new people little driving bit, them. A little bit. You know, yeah. it, when I started, I'm one of them. When I started driving mine last year, I was really nervous about it because it, it, it is a completely different animal compared to a short course truck. Yeah, it seems fragile compared to a short, short and, course truck. And they are in some respects and they yeah. are in, our, in others because I've seen some wicked flips by them and they land on wheels and drive away from it. You didn't see what I did like three times, did you? No. <laughs> Coming over the table. When we, we moved the tabletop in the middle of the race. Yeah, because it was a bad decision. <laughs> it was just bad the, right in the middle of the track. Could you imagine if we wouldn't have moved it five feet down first? Matt, <laughs> I would hit the tabletop. And you know the way I am. Yeah. I was doing, and Marty, when he was announcing on the one race, I would come up, my tire would hit the wall. <laughs> it would barrel roll. No, listen. It would barrel roll the RC, Yeah. and it would land on the tires. <laughs> I did it three times. Three times. If I had to try, I would never, never be able to again. do that yeah. again. <laughs> but it looked so cool. At the same time, my heart hit, the, dropped to my feet. Because you're like, oh my oh, god, yeah. that how thing, bad is this going to be? Oh yeah, is my this baby, my baby? <laughs> when it's doing barrel rolls, doing some kick off the wall like a skateboarder would do, I'm telling you, it was just awesome. Yeah. Anyways, I just can't believe how many people are in it. I'm looking at the lap times, like fastest lap. No, what's the average? Um, ten point five. Well, it, it depends on each each racer. If you look at uh, the top racers, but I'm yeah, I'm looking at Joel. Yeah, so Joel, his fastest lap of that day, uh, well, in that round, I believe, would have been 12.613. His average lap time, though, was a 10.576. Like his top five, 
I'm not sure where it gets this information from, to be honest with you. Hmm. It'd just be interesting <clears throat> to know. Well, it highlights your fastest, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. If you look through, and Joel's, yeah, seeing as it was a 12.613. So, I mean, that was a 12 and a half second track. Uh, we should get it. Did anybody take a picture? Probably not. Probably I kind of got a little lax on that because just we've been getting so it much was more a, involved. It was a... It, we had 111 entries. 100. No, but it, and it was a complicated track. Like, I, yeah, it was. It <laughs> was fast, but you had to... Th- like Marty, on the double double, yeah. you had to thread that thing like a needle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even Marty said that, like, he thought he made a pretty simple layout, and it turned out to be a lot more challenging than even he thought it was yeah. going to be. But, but it was fun. It was very fun. Yeah, I like that. That was an awesome track. Yeah. yeah. And once we moved the tabletop, I liked it even more. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It made it. It made it. I don't think way we should more. be putting that in the middle of the track ever. It, again. I don't think it's going to happen ever again. Stadium truck. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Uh, Maverick again. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, Jim. Our boy, oh, yeah. in second, Jimbo. and we had Anthony in third. Ask. Yeah, and uh, what was fast lap there? Looks like uh, I wouldn't look at the Bilcito one. I think that one counted incorrectly. Yeah, I, like I got to change the minimum. That's the thing yeah. with that. Twelve point six seconds. Yeah, twelve point six for Maverick. That, we don't run that. That's the one class that me and you have not dabbled in. I don't think I'm going to. Me neither. There's just way don't have enough time. There, there's yeah. way too much going on with those guys. The and bo- then when you start to talk about for us, we go down to Casey's and race. I don't want to race with those guys either because no, they're no. ridiculously fast. <laughs> you think Maverick's fast? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Pass. Pass. And then we get into four-wheel drive short course, uh, the A main from it, of course. Um, this one isn't adjusted, the one we're looking at. Uh, the adjusted one actually shows me as first, Tyler as second, and Tom as third. Uh, the reason why Tyler got moved from first to second is he was warned a few times. Uh, by the race director at the time to not air it out over the tabletop. And sure enough, on the last lap, he aired Yeehaw. it out. <laughs> yeah, he dukes a hazard it for sure. You know, And it would have been a closer race between him and I, I think. Um, unfortunately, due to some poor marshalling, and I'm just going to say it, it was poor marshalling. I got left on my lid twice for probably about, I'd say, com- com- combined time of probably about 15 seconds. Well, when you see the fastest lap time as being a 12.88, 15 seconds is a lap. You know, I, I watched that race, and it was a darn good race because yeah. when you, as soon as you would make a mistake, he would make a mistake. Yeah. Vice versa. It was back always and neck and neck. He, and he'd catch up to me, and he he would bomb it, yeah. barrel roll it. Yeah. I'd get away from him again. And and that's the thing. Tyler is a very fast driver. Oh, yeah. Very oh, if fast. he could have kept it on his wheels, he probably would have had it. Oh, yeah, easily. But easily. he was getting trigger happy yeah. trying to get caught back up to you every time he rolled it, yeah. and that's what caused him. Well, and, of course, I – I talked on our last podcast about I got an RX-8 and the 13-millimeter rotor uh, for my SC4X Tekken motor, 4.5 turn. And I tell you, that made a big difference in that truck. Like, just changing the ESC. And I know I probably, I'm kicking myself now for not going with the RX-8 when I was originally building Mm -hmm. it a few years ago to save some money. Uh, Let's put it this way. The next time I build anything, it won't be that again. It's not happening. I'll just spend the extra money at the time. Uh not too bad on time here. We'll uh, we'll motor through these last Two-wheel ones. Two-wheel drive mod. Yeah, mod uh, first, second, third. Maverick first. Joel second. Our boy Jim, Jim in third. Third. Um, we got uh, the four-wheel drive buggy. There was only one main of that. Again, last year Jim was the only guy with one. Yeah. And then uh, Casey uh, from down to Casey Hobbies came up with his. And then of course come the Spring Classic, we had how many of them? Like five or six, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, so started picking up. We're we're at about uh, eight to nine now nine, uh, of those. Yeah. Uh, first, second, third, and that was Joel, Jim in second, and myself in third. Um, if you guys actually will touch on this real quick, if you look on my sixth lap, I have a 42-second lap time. 
that was when my ball cup popped off. I actually got off the driver stand, went and got it from the driver, the marshal in the far corner because he didn't know how to <laughs> fix it. Fixed it myself, put it back on the track, up back up on the driver stand, which actually put me, I think, somewhere in like sixth or seventh. Um, you were in. Yeah. I ended up finishing third, but I had to make a comeback. I ended up having to lap the whole group once to get my thing back. And even Joel had commented to me afterwards that I was hauling butt. Like, if you look at some of my lap times, like, my fastest lap was an 11.949. Can I just say that the 4x4 buggy class is my favorite class? I love it. Oh, my you God. You can wheel that thing around <laughs> there. If you're not afraid of it, yeah. it'll take you where you want to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Well, and look at you. Now you, you've got, okay, we're going to get into it later. you yeah. got a new 224 yeah, so that you're my, building. My Kyosho, I was going to put you it were in the runner. ground. You were a runner. I knew I wasn't going to catch Joel, yeah. but I'm telling you. We're not coming last with this baby. <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, two-wheel drive stock short course. Now, we have a kind of a little bit of a different situation up here. Stock short course for us is 17.5 Blinky now. Used to be 17.5 uh, Open ESE or 13.5 Blinky, but now it's 17.5 Blinky. Um, so that's the stock short course we're talking about now. First, second, third is um, Maverick first, Tyler second, and third was Marty. Uh, and then what else do we got here? Jimbo had a... Did not finish. Yeah, he had to go home. My <laughs> wife beckoned me. You had, uh, hey, family is family, right? And then we got Superstock A-Main. We're going to spend about five minutes on this, and I know we're pushing for time, but we have to talk about this race. Now, if you notice, I finished in fifth, and only because Jim wasn't there. I'm the genius that somehow managed to not actually charge the battery that I put in it, and I lipoed. Now, between Steve, Anthony, and myself was a three-way battle for the entire first five minutes of that race until where you see I kicked out at... Uh, 4.45. Yeah, exactly. So for the first five minutes of that race, it was literally either me, Steve, or Anthony in the lead, and it would go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It would have been one of the greatest races to see, and then, of course, once I dropped out, um, you know, Steve and obviously Anthony continued to go at it, and if I would have been on my toes a little faster, I probably could have ran back, thrown another battery, and it got back on, and... Maybe finished a little better, but it is what it is, right? I uh, wish I was in that race. Oh. But, but hey. And uh, that's pretty much it for the A mains. So uh, what we're going to do now is, do uh, you guys got anything else from the races you want to touch on real quick? No, I think we can revisit it if okay. we need to. Yeah, we can go yeah. back to it for sure. Okay, we're going to take a little quick break here, um, and then uh, we're going to come back, of course, with uh, Ty Tasman. Holy man. <laughs> Jim's excited. Okay, I'm going to make that short and sweet because I know I got Jim over here all uh, giddy as a little schoolgirl for our uh, our next uh, guest we're going to have, our first guest we're going to have, Ty Tasman, of course, uh, reigning world champion, 8th scale. Some of uh, Ty's most recent top results, 2014 uh, Dirt Nitro Challenge, Truggy Champion, 2014 Proline Duel, uh, finished third. 2013 Roar Nationals champion, uh, 2013 the Dirt Nitro Challenge Truggy champion again. So we obviously know Ty is pretty good at uh, Truggy racing. So I'm personally never going to try and race if he's there. That's just me. So uh, anyway, Ty, want to thank you for taking time to uh, talk with us on the MBM podcast. And uh, yeah, uh, again, thank you very much. I think uh, this is pretty cool. 
Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on here. So, uh, yeah, I know, uh, like I said, Jim there, he's uh, he's been happier than a little schoolgirl the whole, the whole week when I told him we were going to be doing this. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll let uh, Jim ask you the first question. Okay, Ty. How's it going, by the way? Good, you? Uh, what's the weather like in uh, Medicine Hat? Is that where you are right now, obviously? Yeah, I'm at home. Um, it's around 36 degrees Fahrenheit, which is like right around zero. Yeah, it's we're, we're, same here. we're Canadian. Same we're Canadian. Here. You yeah. can talk in Celsius. We're not going to look at it and go, what's that <laughs> in Celsius, man? Okay, my I have a whole bunch of post-it notes here. You know, They're all scattered <laughs> everywhere. My first question is, though, a person at your level, right now, this cold weather, where do you practice? Um, so we have a 10-scale carpet track. Uh, in the bottom of the furniture store, we have this carpet with uh, wood jumps, and we get a lot of testing in there. Um, it's cool because we can have different amounts of traction how we have the tires and how we prep them so it's it's pretty good to have that kind of um flexibility in the track so it's it's better than nothing but it's it's not quite as good as dirt but it's still pretty cool um we have a club that uh there's not a lot of people in it but there's still a good good group of guys and we get uh running in and it's it's still fun okay uh, now you're obviously sponsored by hot bodies here so do they send you stuff in the mail or is there a, a team representative that comes up to you for like say your new, new parts new wings try this try that no it's they just ship it um to us or we just get it when we're down in the states um but there's no there's no one up here that does that okay okay cool okay uh i want to bring up the hot bodies d8t the testament ed- edition that uh, was just available on a main i think two days ago Mm-hmm. It looks like a sweet ride. I'm and I saw an interview on YouTube. Um, I think it was the other night about all the engineering that went into it. You did a lot of work. Your dad, your mom. I mean everything. It's an yeah, ma- it amazing uh, platform. Yeah, it's me and my dad worked on it for a long time and uh, fine tuned it, and then finally they got it released. And it's I think it's gonna be a really good truck, and people are gonna be really happy with it. Yeah, there's lots of carbon fiber on it. It's beautiful, beautiful. Shock towers. I mean, the, the CNC <laughs> aluminum front. <laughs> I wish it's, I could send you a picture, Ty, of him oh, right now. He's staring at this gorgeous. little print he brought with it's him of it, and it just looks like he's uh, <laughs> he's like he's already got it in his head. I'm gonna have this <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> thing is, I'm not a nitro fan. Le- electric's my thing, but I have to ask you, uh, what's your favorite vehicle to run, electric or nitro? Um, either would, buggy or or uh, truck. I would say eight scale buggy nitro. Now, why is that? Is it because of the engine or just the power? Um, It's mainly because it's the class I run the most, and it's one of the ones I've done the wellest in. So it's Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a like a premier class kind of, and it's just I don't know. It's just the one I have the most fun driving. Safe to say, that's what you're most comfortable with. Yeah. Right on. Right on. So I, I actually I got a question for him. So. With the new D four thirteen, like how involved with uh, with it were you? Like with the the early on prototypes, like the ones where you had to kind of keep them hush hush, nobody's really allowed to see it, kind of deal. Like how 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 soon did you get it, or did it evolve from like a previous rig or something? Uh, we started working on it. It was early two thousand eleven. Wow. And me and my dad were um, started with the first prototype, which is the just an associated car with a center diff and stuff in it, and that's kind of where it started. And then we got a whole bunch of ideas and found out stuff about that. 
and then it just evolved from there and we worked with Torrance he had the designer when he he came shortly after we started that so it was it kind of it went along pretty fast um, wow. and then we just every bit of testing me and my dad and Torrance did with it that's that's wild see I would have never thought in a million years that it would have started with like a an associated style of platform and then so far evolved into what it is now that, that's that's see that's something I never knew and I'm just kind of blown away at that that's yeah. cool yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty good we just kind of we always wondered why the 10 scale wasn't as good as the 8 scale and we figured out well let's try center diff and it yeah. really helped a lot and it's kind of surprising that no one has done it before but um, yeah yeah I'm not I'm not gonna lie I have a 443 and I love that thing <laughs> yeah the designer actually thought that the center diff was illegal is why no one else did it oh ah. the rules and he th- saw and there was nothing about it and it was just kind of a shock for both of us huh so how many how many hours would you say that were put into the to des, to designing that? Um, like from yourself. Probably fifteen hours of testing and designing and figuring stuff out. And that's all spread out over a week, a month, a year. Um, it was probably four months, I would say. Wow. So they would they would take what like they'd give it to you. You'd run it. They'd take it back, make some changes, and you'd try it again. No, it was kind of we just do stuff on our own, and then we like send them uh, reports from day to day or week to week that what we found, and then I uh, just keep trying stuff and working with the designer and trying to figure out what we can. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that is yeah. see that's the side of the the that I never like. Obviously, recently I've gotten more into it with me getting a four four three. I really paid more attention to, you know, this guy talking about that and 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 whatnot, but. That that's awesome. That's interesting to know. An- another thing I was wondering that I wanted to ask you, Ty, is you know anybody who knows of you knows that you've been with Hot Bodies. That's been your primary sponsor. And my question, I guess, for you is is just what has it been like being from basically age eleven or twelve, being a sponsored racer, and that being what you do and I mean more now obviously as you're much older and it must be pretty much your day-to-day job during the racing season right mm-hmm. um it started off good it was kind of a shock that I got um sponsored 100 percent right away which it wasn't really heard of for having a young kid do that um but we had the the first car it wasn't the greatest car but we stuck with it um because we because Tatsuro, the owner of the company, gave us a start so early mm-hmm. and was so loyal to us, we st- stayed loyal. And we had a lot of people asking us why we were staying, but we just we wanted to stay loyal with it. And we worked with the engineers later on, not so so much. Probably it was shortly after the D8 came out the first time we started working with the engineers. And um, that time, um, and it really kind of took off when Torrance came to Hot Bodies and we went with the D812. And then it it just really paid off, I think, in the long run, just being loyal and not jumping around so much. Sweet, sweet. Uh, I got a question here for here for you. Uh, this is obviously your your off season right now. Uh, what kind of workload do you have? Do you are you doing tires? Or are you constantly practicing, or do you you know take a week off and I'll get it out on Sunday? What uh, what's your work ethic like? Um, we're pretty much doing stuff every day, whether it's between working on the cars, um, doing, uh, testing stuff, uh, going to the track usually two or three times a week, 
in the winter and more in the summer. Mm -hmm. um, and then just preparing cars and keeping up on our uh, stock, like for our parts and stuff. Um, talking with the engineer, discussing stuff. So it's it's pretty much a all the time job, really. Like it doesn't really give a lot of never stops. Eh? <laughs> no, you have a. Uh, I got a whole pile of questions going on. My name's Mike Ty, by the way. Okay. I usually come out of nowhere and just start talking. <laughs> He's our center. I, I tend to uh, ramble sometimes, so it Mike cuts me off and I'm like, "Hey, back on track, bro. Back on track." <laughs> <laughs> I uh, so just in this conversation, so you had like you said you got multiple cars. Is it the same car that you have multiple of? Um, I usually have a practice car and a race car um, of each class, and um. It's just we work on, like, we were in the kind of in like the late summer and early fall, we run indoor and outdoor at the same time. Right. So we have multiple cars going at once. Um, but usually it's pretty steady to keep all of them up and running and going to races. And during the summer, it's really quite busy. Like, between, between races, we don't have a lot of time. So it's pretty steady with rebuilding stuff and ordering stuff and getting ready for the next race. So when when you go race, you're not racing like we do sometimes, or like Jim does. I'm going to look at him and say this: six classes. No, it's usually the most. Like the most I usually run at one point is um, three classes. And and do you concentrate specifically on one? Um. No, it's usually if you the three classes I usually run are all race classes. So you kind of you want to do the best you can in all of them. Right. Uh, but I would say it's probably split up between all of them. I wouldn't focus on one necessarily. And you mentioned earlier too when you were talking to Jim that the club is small. What what's small? Like how many members? Uh, maybe have ten members. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Yeah, that wow. is small. Yeah. So for example, we 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 run indoor uh, ten scale racing through the winter as well. Carpet, Carpet yeah. racing, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, once a month. Uh, here in our, where we live, and then we travel about forty-five minutes, an hour into the states. Uh, into yeah. the states uh, in a small little town called Saint Ignace. At our race that we just had on Sunday, we had, we 111. had 111 entries, and it's just chaotic. So it, it's very interesting to to kind of hear that because I can definitely see the advantage to the smaller club for you to to practice versus where if you were at our races, it'd become very difficult because you've just got a lot of chaos. I'm going to call it. Mm -hmm. going on is that would you say like that's a true statement yeah it's definitely nice to practice with very little cars on the track because you can the track for one doesn't change as much as it would for if you say if you're going to race you run your your run and then like an hour or two later you get to run again which right. the track can change a ton um so we run usually about four or five laps when you try something and then change something and try another four or five laps and so we don't have to race we just kind of get as much testing as we can in the shortest amount of time so, so when you're on the track there and you're pushing it there, what uh, you going by time? Like I can do this course in uh, ten seconds. Are you trying to beat your time? Like what pushes you because you don't have another person there of your quality? So um, we usually just go on feel, not necessarily time, um, just because we have nothing really to compare it to. Because yeah. when you when you drive, it seems like you only have to go as huh? you only have to go as fast as you have like I, I feel like I only have to go as fast as I need to mm -hmm. even if I'm racing with more people if they're not the top level yeah I'm just like it's usually not that big of a gap 
but then when you go to a bigger race, it seems like it just kind of goes fast faster than because I need to. Like it's so you, you just go with the pace and you just go fast enough just to be in front of everybody rather than lap them thirty seven times. Yeah, it's, but it's usually go on feel for main, most of my practice. Is what the car feels like. I'm kind of the same way. I just want the car. I want to feel comfortable driving it. If I feel comfortable driving it, I don't. I don't yeah. care if it's the fastest thing out there. It's that I'm comfortable. Well, because when it. you're testing, you're not dealing with lap traffic. Yeah. 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 So the other guys. Yeah. Practice so that the car feels good, and then I know I can go fast with it if it if it's easy to drive, and I'm not trying to compensate anything. Well, it's fun, funny. Jim asks you that because actually, uh, I think it was maybe two or three months ago. I was watching um, some video of the uh, Cactus Classic, uh, the Sugar Track. Mm-hmm. And they featured you a lot in it um, because you were you were having a hard time finding the feel of the car, and you, you know your dad was, you know you and your dad were constantly changing this, trying this, changing that, and it was just you know to see that it's like wow, like there's so much that goes into getting the car to feel good. Yeah, especially with uh, for two wheel drive because we've been running four wheel so much and eight scale. It's just a different class. Two wheels, it doesn't always. The stuff that works in four wheel doesn't always work in two wheel, so we're just we're still working on that and figuring that out. Um, so that race was the track was really difficult and different from what I was used to, and the fact that we were driving two wheel is a little bit different. So we just we're still working on it. We're getting better every time, and we're just we're getting there. I think with it. Well, and and I'm sure you, you'll you'll get there. Obviously, you do have a proven track record. You you are an exceptional driver, so I'm sure you'll find it. I think at one point in our all of our racing trials and tribulations we've all went to man i don't know if i'm gonna get this i don't know man i just don't know (laughs) yeah but it can be a struggle at points yeah yeah. so so what is a sugar track like to run on because none of us ever ran on a sugar track is it similar in bite to like grip that a carpet track has or like what can you compare it to um i would say what kind of tires do you run on your carpet uh most of us Uh, run barcodes barcodes or pinpoints I would say it's more grip than that, like quite a bit more. Oh, wow. And it's also depends on the sugar track. Like if at the Worlds it was smooth, but at Cactus it was kind of rough and edgy. Mm-hmm. So it has that much grip, and then all of a sudden you'll catch an edge and fly off the track. So it depends on the track, but it um, it can be a lot harder to drive. Okay, and you say you catch an edge and you flip off the track. What kind of parts do you break when you break parts normally? <laughs> um, it's hard to say. It's really... Depends on how fast the section is or um, what part of the track, okay. but it's 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 a lot harder on cars too because the surface is so hard. Also. Yeah. Okay. So with that being said, all of us sitting here at this table at one point or another have crashed an RC badly. So Ty, what's the worst damage you've ever done? <laughs> um, I don't know. It's probably. You had, had that many? I was running my short course at the <laughs> my associated short course at the Pro Line track one time. And I broke the chassis. That's probably the worst thing. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't done that yet, knocking on wood. <laughs> I think I got the king for that in yeah. our group of people. <laughs> yeah, the nitro truggy into a tree. Wide <laughs> open, square into a tree. <laughs> it bounced off it, I swear it flew back at least <laughs> at least fifteen feet. Yeah. I, I just, that, uh, Ty honestly got it. If we had a GoPro mounted to one of our heads, I, I wish I could beam you the image in my head because uh, me and Matt are sitting there going, I think we're getting really close, close to, to those. Tree. And Bang. wham. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. 
<laughs> Needless to say, that car never ran again. No, no. I did take it apart and kind of assess the damage. It was, uh, yeah, I was like, just buy a whole nether one. It's cheaper. <laughs> yeah, I got a question here. Because uh, you're uh, who you are. When you walk into a race and you're the you're you're the top guy, let's just say it, you're the, you're the guy to beat. And there's 14 guys behind you wanting to mow you over. Uh, do you get nervous at this level or at this age you are now? Um, yeah, I get nervous. It's just uh, I try not to think about it too much and just drive my own lines. Um, and it depends on the race and the people that are behind you too for yeah. how nervous I get. Okay. And I have another little part question here. So someone's coming behind you and you see their paint scheme. Does it, does it psych you out? Like it psychs me out. Like we have a guy at our track. He has an orange body. As soon as I see it out of the corner of my eye, next thing I know, I'm, I'm frozen, you know? (laughs) And sure enough, there he is. And there he goes. And does someone of a high caliber like yourself, does someone psych you out? Um, not really. It's no. <laughs> racing is a big mind game. Like you're really, um, you can have if you're good. If your mind is strong, I think you're. That's a huge advantage. I have a weak mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you can stay calm and not worry about other cars that are coming up on you, I think that's a huge bonus. Um, but learning your competitors too, like what they do and how they react when you're pressuring them, or um, if you say if you stay really close on his bumper and he can only drive like that for maybe three or four laps and he crashes, then you can use that to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Or if he's super consistent, you might have to go a little bit more aggressive on him and try some some risky paths or something. But you kind of just have to go on that and learn your competitors and not and just figure it out that way. Uh, that, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, I had like 20 questions in my mind and it just all disappeared. Oh, yeah, I know. I kind of had a little mental mel- meltdown myself. <laughs> I well so here, here, I, I'm gonna go back to my post-it <laughs> notes here. Uh, when you go on a trip to say like Japan, do you have the buggy pre-built at home, or do you build it there in the hotel room? Um, I usually have everything done, but the shocks. That's the only thing I build it okay. when we get there. Okay. And and there's there a reason for that? Um, the shocks we do just because the O-rings um, don't get swollen then, so that they're in the oil the least amount of time. And then the pressure too of the the flying, okay. and then the different pressure when they get there. Okay, and I have another question here also. I got a thousand questions. Do you have like you do you build a new kit each time, or do you have a go-to rig? Like like do you have Bertha in in the suitcase, <laughs> and if you know it's a, a a track and you want speed, you pull out Betty and <laughs> she's just ready to go, or do you build a new vehicle each time? No, I um, usually have the car rebuilt. I don't bring a new one necessarily, just replace parts that need to be and have the car somewhat what the, like we kind of have ideas on how to set it up for the track um, that we're going to. You just kind of look at the layout and the, the surface and then make your assessments and build the car like that and then just try it the first practice run and see. So so do you always stick with the same chassis or or what? Like what we're... Um, it depends on the car, but we have two different lengths for our eight scale, mm-hmm. and that can be a tuning option too. Okay. Um, we usually start, though we have always a starting setup, um, like for chassis length and stuff like that. 
Nice. Nice. Okay, well, I got one here. Uh, you're actually not out. I have one over here that you oh, forgot okay, about. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to steal it. <laughs> so, um, of course, like I said, the three of us are racers. Like, we don't race on a professional level by any stretch of the imagination, but we race. So, we want to know, when you pack for a race, do you bring everything, or do you just bring what you know you're going to need? Because, Mike... This guy brings his entire RC inventory with him. Rolling Fortress. Yeah. <laughs> Five trips later, 12 bins later, <laughs> you know. So so what do you do when you travel? Like, how much, like, obviously you've been doing it for so many years. You do obviously have a, a method now that works. But maybe when you first started, were you guys bringing way too much? And then you kind of figured it out or? Um, yeah, at the start, we didn't really know all how much we needed to bring. But over the years, we figured out what our car breaks and what uses and what we don't need. So we just kind of go off that and try to bring what we think we'll need. But um, since we've been like at the professional level, you kind of bring extra stuff in case people, because when people come up to ask you for stuff, you want to be able to have it. So you kind of bring a little bit extra of what you, what usually breaks. So you have stuff for other people, but um, we try to pack as light as we can too, because it's for flying. You're not, you're kind of restricted for how much. Yeah. Time. Yeah. No, I, b I believe it was the worlds that just happened. They were having that whole fuel conundrum. Were they not? Like yeah. About... They were trying to do some sort of fuel regulation, but it, it got thrown out in the end. And it did. Oh, you see, fuel. cause yeah. I never, re I never read the, the, the backup on that. Yeah. It was kind of just a, I didn't not, I'm not totally sure all what happened because at their team managers meetings, they all went to that. They didn't. I don't think they explained everything, but it was just kind of a. I don't know. It's almost like a, like a gong show that it kind of got strained out at the end. Okay, so mentioning fuel, uh, I believe your mom was fueling for you, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she had that fancy little prototype fuel the gun. gun, the gun, uh, the gun. Yeah, that thing looks like a slick piece of uh, hardware. Yeah, it works really good. Yeah, we um, we had the idea and gave it to Proline to do and. I think it it's definitely better than the, the standard fuel gun. So so you guys initially developed it and then kind of said to Proline, we'll give or work out whatever the deal is for it? We just had the idea and gave them the idea to do it. Um, oh, okay. Because they had a fuel gun in the past, so they kind of they discontinued it, so we gave them the fresher idea. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, like I was looking at that thing, and these guys know I want a nitro bad, but unfortunately we just don't have an area for them to race right now. Mm -hmm. But I tell you, every time I see nitro stuff like that, it's like, oh, look how pretty <laughs> that is. <laughs> so, Ty, just a few more for you. Okay. When you're, um, like, what would be the, if you had to give one piece of advice to fellow racers. Or new racers. Or new racers or whatever, what would that, that one piece of advice be? Um, I would say just pick one car that you want to run and learn it and just try to figure out as much as you can about it instead of what you see lots of people just switching around trying to find the one that suits them the best um like you just got to find the car that you want and then just run it and run it and run it and make sure you you're familiar with the setup and um what wears what doesn't so you know you're prepared everything what you need to do to race and do your best that's 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 interesting because just from what we have because we don't where we run our our track all winter we have to set it up on saturday race it on sunday and have it torn down by eight o'clock sunday night so we don't get to just go run our trucks 
do what we want to do. You know, like you said, you know, run the four or five laps, do the testing, come back, make adjustments. You got to show up that day, hope to God that things are going to work out for you and, and, and kind of go from there. And I, I'm glad to, to really hear that as a piece of advice. Uh, cause I think that's where a lot of people do go wrong. I think we just hearing that we see that mm-hmm. in yeah. our, in our own backyard here. And absolutely. I think, you know, I think what happens is some people see others racing a class pardon me and uh they go oh i like that i want to be part of that they go out they get the rig they do all this and you know maybe because of the lack of practice that they you know they're they're not doing as well in it i've seen a few guys pick them up get rid of them yeah you know with lots of trading a few months yeah yeah Yeah, especially with the the amount of running you say you get it i would definitely a thing you would want to stick with one car and try to get as familiar as you can as you can with it it's frustrating uh you know not to get into too much details we've been fighting so hard to find a place and and you said you guys run in the basement of a furniture store correct yeah and i mean you don't gotta you don't have to get into the details like is that like a a place that's free is it you guys have to pay for that is it is there is it a connection in there um we know the people but we also pay them um every night a little bit of um and then we don't have to set the track track up and down. We can leave it set up, so it's really a big a big benefit. To so do you, that. Yeah. you guys just cut them in when you're running stuff on whatever you guys yeah. need charge and stuff. That's 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 just yeah. <clears throat> I wish we could find something like that. That'd be oh. awesome to to be able to do that kind of thing. But um, okay, Ty. So I got a question for you, and I, I guess we don't need an answer for it, obviously, because it's one of those situations where you obviously have to discuss it with other people because it's not just you that travels. Um, up here, uh, we have a club. It's called the Sioux RC Car Club. Um, we run, again, a, a race program from October until May. Uh, in May, we have what we call our Spring Classic. This year will be our second annual Spring Classic. And like I said, I'm not asking for an answer right now. Um, you know, if you can't do it, you can't do it. Uh, we had a discussion as a club, um, and basically we want to offer uh, you, if you would like to come, we can get you set up with a hotel and food and everything for the three days. It'd probably be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you guys could go home on a Monday kind of deal. Um, we would love to have you guys up here uh, if if you wanted to, of course, uh, and if you could make it happen. Um, just to, you know what I mean, to, to so some of our younger racers can see, you know, like what they could become if they really try hard, you know, and, and, and you know, and like you said, you got a 10 scale carpet track as it is right now. So you're not unfamiliar with what we're running. And, you know, I'm assuming you'd probably bring like the, the four wheel drive buggy and two wheel drive buggy kind of deal. Or, you know, we run, uh, what do we run? Two wheel drive, four wheel drive buggy, two wheel drive, four wheel drive, short course, stadium yep. truck. I think I got them all right. Yep. Yep. So like, like I said, don't need an answer from you. We wanted to extend the invitation to you um, because, you know, I didn't think we were going to get an opportunity to actually have an interview with you this easy. So, I kind of looked at everybody and said, dude, we got to invite this guy to come race with us. Why not? Like, who wouldn't want to meet Ty Tessman and get a chance to race with him once? Well, at, least, at least we know he won't spank us. <laughs> you heard he made that clear. He only races as hard as he needs to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to have, like, 50. Well, look at Dakota Fenn there. He went to uh, the Gaylord uh, with the what, Michigan State Series. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just, I think just Ron Jackson, one of the best guys there, was still, like, 10, 15 laps yeah, behind him. 25. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so. we look at Ron Jackson like he's our hero. Yeah. It's like, how could somebody be that fast? Yeah, but 
He was. So, it's an open-ended question, Ty. Yeah, yeah. So we don't need an answer from you that, you know, if you want to have a chance to talk with your dad. And, of course, your dad isn't somebody to be overlooked by any stretch of the imagination. You know, Jim had mentioned that to me because I wasn't really thinking. He's like, you know, an interview with his dad would be good. So you can throw that your dad's way if he's ever interested and has got some free time one night on a Monday when we're having a podcast. At his leisure, we would absolutely love an opportunity to talk to him too because yeah, from the, the – you know, setting up their first track we where have, Ty started racing, that kind of stuff, you know, like we have what, lots of fathers at our race yeah. who help their sons. I yeah. mean, absolutely. Yep. You know. Yeah. I could I give him or I'll let him know. And, um, I'll consider coming up there. I just, can you guys send me an email with all the details and stuff? And then sure. I'll ask. Yeah. Okay. So what I'll do Ty is when we get off here, I'll, uh, I'll send you my email address there on, uh, on Facebook. And then uh, I'll get all the details and everything together if you want to reply to the email. So I have yours. And once I got everything that I know you're going to need as far as pertaining information, I'll uh, I'll send it to you. Jim, relax over there. <laughs> you got He's turning beat red uh, with excitement that you said it would be something you'd entertain even. So You're right. saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it would be great too, Ty, uh, you know, to even in the future if you'd uh, consider coming back on. Yeah, as yeah. you know, we're we're pretty new at this. Our second show, Matt yeah. already threw sticky pads at the keyboard and messed things up. I can fix that in post. Relax, <laughs> I can fix it in post. <laughs> so you can imagine we're all teeth over here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just, I, I could do it. Yeah. I yeah, like anytime, any. Just think about it this way. Like you know, I've contacted you on Facebook and stuff like that. Anytime you have something that you wouldn't mind talking about, I don't think we get a whole lot. I think we've had eighty-seven listeners to our first one in two weeks. So it's not like we reach a ton of people. Um, but you know what I mean? We have a few people that we do, you know, listen and stuff like that. So if you ever have anything that you want to kind of maybe get people excited about that you can kind of talk about, you know what I mean? We can, we can help you out there. Um, I would love, and you don't have to again, please, (laughs) if you would put a post maybe on your Facebook, once I get it live, this particular podcast and maybe pimp it for us a little bit, because you got a heck of a lot more likes than we do. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Shameless plug. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you gotta try. Exactly. Just send me a link of it, and then I'll post it for you. Awesome. Awesome, Ty. I don't know. Do you guys got any more for Ty? I I think we're good. Yeah, I got ten thousand questions, but yeah. it's better we just yeah. Yeah, I think we. Save it I would think time. we went pretty good with Ty. We've don't been on keep him too long. Thirty there. minutes with him. That's that's good. So uh, Ty, with that, I, I want to f- again thank you very much for taking some time out of your schedule. To, to chat with us and uh, of course I'll give you an opportunity now to, to let us know about all your sponsors for those who don't know uh, maybe give them a mention and stuff like that again okay uh, thanks for having me on here uh, MBM podcast and I'd like to thank Hot Bodies HPI uh, Proline Orion OS Engines uh, Savox Lunsford um, A Main Hobbies and Hold on, I'm just trying to find one of my bodies, so I don't forget anybody. <laughs> so you have them sitting there right beside you, Ty? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's like a NASCAR it, it sounds right? like us. They're like, they're like we all have kids, and Jim and Matt have two, and I have one. And for me, my RCs are, <clears throat> excuse me, kid two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I got Avid, uh, much more nitrotain upgrade, Lunsford, uh, MIP, LMR, uh, MR33, 110% racing, and Live RC, Neo Buggy, and Red RC. And then I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Awesome. Awesome. Again, Ty, thank you very much. And one last thing before we let you go. Can I get you to say you're listening to the MBM podcast, or say, sorry, let me rephrase it. 
because I'll cut this out and use this as a bumper at some point. This is Ty Tessman. You're listening to the MBM podcast. Could you do that for me? Yep. Awesome. Okay, go ahead. Okay. You're listening to the MBM podcast. My name is Ty Tessman. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, buddy. Again, take care. I'll be in touch with you here soon. And uh, yeah, keep on keeping on, buddy. Take her easy. Bye now. Take care, Ty. Okay, bye. Wow. Well, with that being said, we're going to take a break, and we will be back shortly after it. Okay, we're back. Well, that was awesome. And of course, as we're on break, what do we do? We come up with like another like seven questions we could have asked them that would have been interesting. But hey, I'm sure we'll have another opportunity. I froze. We had you froze. We had the name NRC NRC Racing Racing. the guy on our second podcast. Podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So sue us. We missed some questions. So we went from. We went from launch to outer space in yeah, yeah. T-minus two podcasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and never mind our next podcast. We're going to have another guest from another company. You going to mention it? I don't think we I, should mention that. I'm not going to mention who it. it is. No, it's I'm, I'm, huge, I'm gonna leave it. Huge. It, it is a <laughs> huge. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has this. Well, for the most almost, part, almost. well, almost. maybe not this particular brand, but everybody runs what this company makes in their vehicle in, in one cha- one way or another. One way or another. So, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. So, at that. we'll get on to some other po- topics here we have written down from earlier. The first thing I want to talk about, of course, is Jim's 224. Ooh, 224. He brought what he's got built so far. Which isn't very much. No, no. I Just the chassis and the belt drive system because... A couple of screws I can see from here. Well, I watched a video <laughs> of this guy driving this buggy, and he, he uh, it's uh, RC Shocks is a company. Marcus Williams makes this conversion kit for the 224 that basically uh, makes it go a little faster, and I had to have it. Well, it's not that it makes it go a little faster. Uh, so what is that Instead of having part? a slippery clutch setup. It's a slippery clutch setup. But it's not. It makes it a diff. Diff. Like yeah. a ball diff. But it's got your spur gear on it. Because it, in the back end it was slipping? A diff with a spur gear on it. <laughs> yeah, it's a ball diff with a spur gear on it. It really is. <laughs> Jim's talking like it's all top secret NASA <laughs> stuff I over know. here. I got this stuff in an envelope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I got it right it here. got sent to oh, my house. Secret. It's a secret It's actually, weapon. isn't it a black envelope? The FBI is searching like, for this package right now. Look at the one side of it. It's, it's like, all blacked out. It's, no. it's serious, Yeah, man. it's marked. Well, the other side, you dingling. Oh, oh yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's side two. It's Global the, uh, mail. It, <laughs> it's the United States Post Office envelope. With Here, let me see it for a minute. Let me see. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Do you feel special now that you're holding that? Hang on. Like they didn't very try very hard to black that out. <laughs> you can still read it. Okay, Jim. Here, here you go. Make you feel a little better. Oh, there we go. You, Matt just wrote top secret. Top secret. <laughs> you should put should put NASA too. <laughs> No, because their stuff blows up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. That wasn't NASA, though. That was contracted too out soon? by NASA. Too soon. So too soon. NASA's okay. 
Thank God thank, nobody got hurt. That's yeah, the most important thing. <laughs> but there was some top secret cryptographic equipment on that yeah. ship. Expensive fireworks. Absolutely. Uh, so back. So, sorry, Jim. There we cut well, you off. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what do you What do you think of that bad boy so far? I, uh, well, you know me. It's a piece of jewelry, right? Just Just look at that thing. Too bad the people on the radio can't uh, see this thing, but I'm in love with it. I think we're going to set up a camera. Oh, we should. Cause no, I'm, now we're talking about using up more bandwidth. You realize this, right? Oh, this is true. Well, well Somebody no. needs to help me pay for more Podbean, and we can do video on it as well. I what, Leave it with the IT master. We'll figure something mm-hmm. out. <laughs> I have a Kyosho ZX5 from 2006. And, and you ran the schnot out of that thing yesterday. I, you know, I push it, but it's got its limitations. So I, I needed a new weapon, and it's here. Oh. Technology, well, yeah. I guess design has come so far in the last, what, two, three years. The level is just absolutely absurd. Mm-hmm. I think RC's on the up right now. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the thing, right? In yeah. the world, everybody's on into this into RC again. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you look at this, you think, how can you make something like this better? Ten, ten years from now, this is going to look like a hunk of junk. You know? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Plastics will be better. Aluminum will be not aluminum. Yeah, it'll be something else. Something else that yeah. they're doing up on the space station with Some their kind of graphic <laughs> devices. Is that your new word? Yes. Yeah. Cryptographic. Now I'm gonna have to put up with him BBM me cryptographic all day tomorrow. Yeah. Yay. So yeah. And then what, what else, else do what, what else do you got, got over there, there? Jim? Well, I got more more secrets. You got a tire? I, I love I how he says more secrets. <laughs> but what I got was the now listen up people. I got the MIP stickies. And basically you take this piece of tape it's very thin stick it on your rim put the foam on there and the theory is that when you run your car it doesn't balloon so picture yourself going down the straightaway and you get that balloon effect it kind of makes your car unsettled wobbly thing is this might not happen well we're gonna wait and see i didn't even glue up the tires i stuck it in there but i didn't glue them up so we're gonna give it a try and if it helps uh, i think i'll be able to tell i'm gonna invest in that in that tape well, this, well. Th- this tape was $9, got it at A-Main. It's basically four strips, so you can do one vehicle. Yeah, I'm going to buy like 30 bags of that, and you'll be my number one customer. Well, let, <laughs> let me try it first. I'll let you know if, if it's oh, a good thing I, or a I bad told thing. you I got that. The, the idea behind those, funny enough, I, I heard an interview with the guy from MIP about talking about those. We were talking about it. Like yeah, because you were saying you wanted ago. to look at balancing your tires, and I told you mm-hmm. don't waste your time unless you're, you've glued or somehow Taped. held down. Your your foams because the foams move when 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 they balloon, so uh, you could spend an hour balancing a tire and bring it out there balloon at once, and now it's not in balance anymore. Well, you probably make the situation worse. (coughs) Possibly by putting balancers on it without it glued. Yeah, I could see it just causing. So that's the idea behind those. Those hold the foam in place, so that way when you balance the tire and you spend the time to make it spin true, it doesn't get unbalanced, which. Like I said, I balanced a set of tires. You notice how I said a set of tires? I'd, I'd and like my balancer hasn't less than key since. I'd like to add that I have this, this MIP stickies on here with an unglued tire. I put it on the low-C truck that mm. I have, spun it. It didn't expand, and the tire's not even glued yet. So You went, like, full throttle? I full throttle for almost a minute there. Oh. Off, off and on just to see if it would expand. No expanding. Nothing. So I mean that's that's got. I, I can definitely see help. the advantage when you're when yeah. you're like like you said when you're going down that straight stretch. What's the word here? There's a word here. Consistency. 
There you go. Well, That's no, because word. when it balloons, you're going to be... Find it and read. Find it and read all the same time. Holy man. Jim's still excited from tie test. Man. <laughs> I know. I'm, oh, I'm but no, even, but I can see that when the tire is expanding and you're going down the straight stretch, mm-hmm. you're yeah, running You're running on the middle of the tire. Yeah. A little bit of air movement, you know, your aerodynamics. Less traction. The truck wants to rock a little bit. Now you're... I don't even know what you would call that at that point. Rock but and your roll, contact, no, your, yeah, your contact with the your contact patch is surface less. is less. Yeah. yeah, less traction. It's that simple. You can probably correct me. No, Somebody no, else no, I, no I, I don't know. I don't know what so, you yeah. call it. By no means. But for nine bucks, these are the things we need to write down. So when we have Ty Tessman on the show again, yeah, which is what we're gonna have to do, I think, because <laughs> we're yeah. gonna have eight thousand like, uh, more questions. Ty, I hope you have two hours tonight. <laughs> 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 we got a list. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, okay. So, so of course, Jim's got those two goodies. Of course, I got a good deal on a brand new B5M yesterday. So, like I was saying earlier, the, the RB5 is on its way out to a new Adios. home and uh, to a fellow racer. Yep, yeah. And so the B5M be is sitting behind me now. Number I, nine. I, yeah. I must say <coughs> that buggy that you you sold to uh, Will. Mm-hmm. That buggy the other the other day was flying. Yeah. It really was hooking up. Flying. Yeah. And, and and when you said when you called me and said, "Oh, Jim, I got a B five M," I'm thinking to myself, "I don't know." I said the same thing. I was like, "You're getting rid of something that that's dialed. was working so good." But in Matt's defense, which was a conversation I had, parts availability for that truck, true, is like trying to find a needle in a haystack. No, it's n- it's not hard. When they're in stock, but uh, but, but exactly <laughs> that <laughs> just because they're listed on A Main yeah. or Tower Hobbies yeah. doesn't mean you can get them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that so, doesn't do you any good. Yeah. And and if I'm correct, it's actually only A Main. You can't even get stuff from, from Tower, Tower for right? those. Yeah. yeah, you do tend to have a lot of simple issues with that truck, right? Yeah, it's never been the, anything massive. Like uh, Marty, I let Marty drive it the first time I got it. He flipped it over, busted the rear shock tower, but <laughs> I had just gotten it on a trade. I don't know how bad it was. You know, maybe crack to begin with. You know, yeah, so yeah you don't know. Not a big deal. Ordered another one, but changed it. The A arm pins, right on the back. On the back, yeah. They, I don't know, and I just it might be part of partly the, the there's a small insert that holds the pin into the actual like toe plate, and uh, I haven't been able to find proper replacements. Now I haven't looked hard to find them yet. Because but you always wanted the B5M in the back of your mind, well, right? Well, not, not really. No. It, I really just started having this problem the last uh, two races we had. I didn't have any issues with it at all at Casey's uh, two weeks ago, but last month I had some issues with it, rectified them, and then same thing on ours. I hit a pipe, pulled the back out, found the parts, and this time I just put a little little tiny dab of CA glue to help hold it in there because you know now with it being pulled out once, it can pull out again. The nice thing is it didn't break anything i didn't end up with a broken part it just it just pulled itself out so Hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah no but it was fast it was yeah i know it was you were threading the needle there pretty yeah that double double jump oh that was a trick i did 20 laps i'm not kidding you guys i did at least 20 to 25 laps with my 4x4 short course truck before i even attempted to do the second double i could get the first double every time no problem yeah it was getting the second double that was the trick, and and eventually I figured out. Okay, if I come around the corner, hit this right there, land, I can keep on well, the you, throttle you, and come through the you, second. Once you got it, though, you you once you, you figured out how to yeah. do it, you yeah. were fine. And yeah. and the reality is, is it was so close because you had to come off that turn, you had to come past that pipe that was sticking out there, yeah, by hairs, 
hit the double double yeah. and you ended the, the the first double and you ended up on the right hand side of the first double yeah to be able to line up where you didn't have to adjust the truck to get over the second yeah. double yeah. which then you immediately had to jam your brakes on and turn left or you were kissing a yeah. concrete wall and and I, I or you could be like Anthony Massassi and just completely <laughs> explode, explode the PVC corner pipe. Yeah. He, I now call him the destroyer yeah i heard that. <laughs> the destroyer but he's taking I, your title man i was walking around <laughs> telling people you know, if you can hit the first double, do it. And then it goes single, single, because there's going to be lots of carnage there at the oh, back end. and there always was. But then I seen Maverick going around, and he's double, double turning. And I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to try and compete, I can't. No. But try. Yeah. I got to do double, double. I got to get this down. We and once I combo. started uh, getting aggressive at it and got it down, I was pretty confident that, okay, I'm going to do it. But if someone that, out of the corner of my eye, if I see something down there, I'm doing the first double. Single, single, or yeah. or slow yeah, down at least. Well, going back on that, I, we can relate to our conversation with Ty. It's all in your confidence, right? That's right. If you're if you're on the driver's stand and you're not confident, which I can totally agree to, because <laughs> I'm too. normally crapping my pants when I'm up there. My heart's beating ninety thousand beats a minute. I'm I forget to breathe. Yeah, like I'm seriously. I'm on <laughs> and blink. <laughs> I'm on. Death, I am death on grip on the controller. Yeah, <laughs> I am on the verge of having a stroke, a heart attack. Aneurysm. And an aneurysm. And your knees are shaking. Yeah, all at the same time. <laughs> then you get an itch I need on your to, nose. Yeah, and, and, and you know what the worst part is? It's not even because of the people, right? Like, our question to Ty was, is there people that make you nervous? I don't care who I'm racing with. We're all friends. We all know each other. We're, you know, we'd give the shirt off our back to the guy beside you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just, you're so amped up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, and I guess it's clearing that out of your system. And I guess maybe as time goes on, I mean... You guys have been doing this for about a year longer than I have on the indoor side of things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I don't know, does that go away? Do you find it less now um, than when you first started? You know what? <sighs> or, okay, do you, so, or So you guys are aware of my hand issue, where my hands would go numb normally about after the five-minute mark of races. Yeah. So five-minute qualifiers are never an issue for me, but six, seven-minute mains became big problems. I used to get a lot of anxiety about that, knowing that I'm going to have problems with my hands. Um. I got that issue rectified with some acupuncture. Thank God. And since knowing now that I'm going to be up there and I know I'm not going to lose feeling in my fingertips, a lot of it's went away. I still get, when I make a little mistake, like in the 4x4 short course, I make a little mistake and Tyler would catch up to me. I'd always have to say to myself, stay calm, relax. I do the same you thing. You can yeah. do this. Just relax. Because... It, it it takes one little instant and right away your heart's going boom 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 and you're yeah. like holy okay I gotta calm down like I think that once we clear that and that's exactly what I'm talking about exactly to a T I'll get out there the race starts and I calm my I actually have a conversation in my head yeah. wow calm down calm down and I get myself calm but then all of a sudden something happens and the heart's and back goes, to yeah, yeah, and you're yeah, like doing the same thing I need again. to calm down yeah I think that's what we got to get rid of we we in our minds. And I'm sure this is everybody that we race with has that problem. Of, do you get that, Jim? I'm a, a mess I think in you my do. head. Yeah. I'm a mess in my head. But if I can control it, I'm fast. That's what I noticed when I was calm and I was collected. Yeah. And like it was crazy because when we were up there, Joel was making the comment. I don't remember which race it was. It was a. It was one of the mains, the seven minute mains. Mm-hmm. It felt like we were up there forever. Yeah. And for and I think it was the two wheel drive buggy, Amy, yeah. because it was very clean. There wasn't a whole lot of carnage on that race, yeah. so all we kept doing was lap after lap after lap, uh, and it was like, and at the end of it, 
I was, I know I was picking up pace. Yeah. I felt it. I knew it. I was just like, wow, like this is, you know, it, yeah, I think that's a battle in our own heads. Oh, yeah. Totally. I, I'm sure every totally. racer has issues every once in a while f- to certain levels. Absolutely. You know. It's a whole bunch of things. You you want to win. You don't want to wreck. You, you want to well, be this. You want to be that. You know. What about the money? Well, the money you got invested. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like not that money is the important part of it. Well, no. But you take that truck and you make a huge mistake. Now, what's it going to cost you to fix it? Yeah. You know, and that's a. I would. That's a question I wanted to ask Ty. Like, is money an object? Like, obviously, it is to some extent. I'm sure to some extent, but for the most but part, but you know, like, when, yeah, so. when you need parts, yeah. Yeah. like, do you just say, okay, I need 15 a arms, six of these, 12 of those? But can yeah. can they do that every week? Like, I, I don't know. I need this. I need that. And then after a while, they're like, oh, geez, we're we're giving this guy and. Well, but then they might even have the conversation. Okay, well, maybe we need to redesign this part because change, if he's if he's something. breaking yeah. it all the time, That's then right. other people are going to. But then when he wins, it's yeah. it's all over. Well, so. it's money, <laughs> money, money. money. Yeah. Now he's number one, right? Like yeah, they, like we said, he's the guy. Yeah. yeah. But I, but that's a very good question, I think, for anybody, even our special guest on our next one. Yeah, because he does race as well. Exactly. Yeah. Would he, be. He's another TLR guy like Jim is. Smart, smart man. <laughs> Has too much money. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh I tell you. So let's touch on this whole team Durango. Team Durango dropped a Lutz. bomb. Yeah. So there's lots of speculation. What's going on? Did Team Durango pull the pro team? Did Ryan decide not to resign with them? And they're just dropping it and dropping it, or or what's the situation? So, so what, what maybe what's your speculation on it? What, what did you read? I I think the root of all evil is money. Yeah, money always has a. Uh, a key area in everything. So you think Mayfield moving earlier this year has anything to do with that? Maybe, maybe he saw something. Maybe there's an opening somewhere else. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I think we're gonna find out in a couple of weeks. As as the you know yeah. today yeah. The, it was just today the news. Came I think out, right? yeah, it just yeah, came he, out today. Like he's too good of a driver just to. Someone's not, gonna pick yeah, him up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. another yeah. another team will pick him up. I think Jim's bang on that it's the money, and I think we can go back to our conversation last week. Which was the you know why is associated possibly using plastic parts versus this and it, it is the money right maybe the team Durango saying you know what no one's buying our our pro series stuff yeah it's costing us money to maintain that line the interest isn't there because we're losing business to you know I'm j- and this is all speculation everybody's gonna understand that yeah you know too associated because the you know I don't know how they I, they have a plastic kit and we have an aluminum one and they're just selling. What are we doing wrong? That's well, probably ex- what they're exactly, and yeah. and it comes down to like you said, the dollars. I mean, yeah. obviously, again, we can go back to our, our the conversation with Ty. There's money involved. There are engineers, yep. planners. He, you know, yeah. the, I mean, he dropped how many different titles? Oh, in yeah. that conversation. Yeah. I mean, those yeah. guys that are working for that company are being paid. I would assume. Well, we, yeah, we I don't think anybody. You I don't know. think anybody works for free when they when they become an engineer for any exactly. company, right? You know, so, so it's mm-hmm. it's that's my guess. Yeah. And like I said, well, I did I did see somebody make a comment on one of the things I was reading and uh, kind of went along the lines of, uh, "Look what Traxxas did in the '90s. Traxxas in the '90s pulled their pro team. They didn't well, disappear." Yeah. If anything, they're still making. They're still making. Well, and they're still making new products all the time. I think for anybody who's a racer that has Durango equipment, they might not see a new 
ride to come out. You know, I know Durango is getting ready to release, I think, four or five vehicles here in the near future. Mm-hmm. But what's going to happen after those? Well, I know there were some comments, too. I think we were reading the same post. I think mm-hmm. it was on Facebook. Yep. That, you know, somebody had said, well, is that just the North American pro team? You right, know, because I think they have a couple other drivers. Overseas. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, again, that's an open and unanswered question. Yeah. Um. Is it the entire race, pro race program, is or it is it just the North American? American. Yeah. You know, maybe, uh, how do they do? Do you know how Team Durango does, the pro mm, team? No, not to be honest with you. I don't, I don't follow the racing as much. Like, I kept an eye on the Worlds um, this year, obviously getting a little more involved in the in the hobby and racing a little more and stuff like that. I've, I've paid a little bit more attention, but not a lot. I'll be honest, you know, yeah. and I'll probably, with us doing this, we'll probably start paying a lot more attention to stuff like that when, you know, those particular events are happening. So, but yeah, but, but you know what? No, <coughs> nobody knows or nobody cares who comes fourth. You know, they just want to who who won it. Well, okay, so who came so. second in the worlds? Nobody knows exactly. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, but you and know I the guy them. who won. Yeah, and, exactly. and what he rides. Yeah. Well, I want that product. And yeah. and after so many years of not being in that top spot, you know, dollars. So it's, it's always a numbers game, right? I think it'll. It, you know, like I said, it'll come out. The answers will come. Maybe we uh, can hit somebody up at Team Durango. Yeah, we could always send out emails. Emails are emails are our friend. Facebook's our friend when it comes to stuff like that. Absolutely. And that's where I got our two guests from, Ty Tessman and our guy coming up next uh, in two weeks. Facebook. Yeah. Literally just sent them a Facebook message. They were open, willing to to, to, to talk and 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 do it. So you know, it's it's, it's fairly easy. I I think I like that a lot about the RC community in general. They're very cool people. Yeah, they're and they're easy to talk to. Well, I think everybody starts. From where we started, yeah, which was, I was looking at Ty's uh, website. Yeah, looked like he had a Radio Shack job as a kid, and looked like he was like six years old. <laughs> yeah, he was you know, young. We all had it. You know I what I mean? Like that's like, where yeah. where it starts. Some of us. I, I mean, st- I still remember. I had there's two RCs I can remember at a young age. One was a Frito Lay NASCAR. <laughs> with the the pistol style uh, at the time, pistol style steer, and I hated it. I was like, I don't like this. I need the the the, the, the thumbsticks. The other one I had was a a Valvoline Indy car, <laughs> but it had the glove. So if you went like this forward with your fist, it would go forward. If you went like this, it would stop and go backwards, and this would steer it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds complicated. <laughs> yeah, it was a pain in the butt. I uh, oh man, I've just always had a fascination. Fast, wow fascination with cars anything that goes fast i think that's just a young yeah. young boy thing right and well when we got our first nitros that's all we were doing oh but how, who, fa- who how can fast go, can yeah, we get yeah. down the street who cares if it turns yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need to turn take the shocks off put a solid piece of metal in there yeah. lock the thing in a straight line yeah. and i mean the story behind how me and matt really got into the rcs is quite funny you know i mean it started with me saying man do you ever see these RCs on, I think it was looking on eBay and yeah, and I was like, oh dude, you got to see the magazines yeah, I got he's at like, home, <laughs> dude. You have no idea. And I mean, me and Matt have been friends for who knows how long now? Fifteen uh, years, sixteen years, sixteen something years. Like that, at least. Lord only knows. Yeah. Long enough. You know, to know and, better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And <laughs> and we both had that little bit of a fascination for that. Just we yeah. never really talked about it a whole lot. No, no. I, I think because we were younger and money wasn't, you know. Again, money. Yeah. So then it just, you know, we got to a point where 
And we scrounged and we bought those red cats. I'm scrounged, man. I I got rid of a trailer, a snow machine. <laughs> we I were, went and, wow. I went scrap meddling like a, oh, like yeah. a trucker. Yeah. I tell you what, I went everywhere and and we bought red cats. Yeah, now, nothing again. Red cats are great. You still have red cats. We still have the red cats. Yeah, team associated. Really, red you, cat owns team associated. You really want to? You really want to go there right now? <laughs> no, but they <laughs> actually <laughs> are. They're, they are. But it's but no, truth. but like you know, everybody say, "Oh, red cat, what a okay, piece wait, of crap." Wait, 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 wait. Where did you finish in the buggy again? I don't know. Last. <laughs> I think behind my... Okay, I'm driving it. Uh, I still beat you with the 4x4, four four too. Yeah, I suck. He but was at home. Yeah. yeah. Not for 4x4. Four four. He had no, to go home. No, no, I was there for 4x4. Four, four <laughs> <by> four. No, <laughs> I'm making mistakes. <laughs> Terrible. But no, like, but really, when you think about it, the red cat <laughs> that yeah. kissed the tree, the only reason why it doesn't run anymore is because of me. Oh, the motor still runs. That's what I mean. The engine that, from it still runs. That was a good car. Yeah. So to anybody that disses Red Cat, it's just because it's not. Again, you're getting what, what you, you pay, pay for. for. Mm-hmm. You can't expect to be getting a race-level Nitro RC for $500. Oh, my God. We didn't mm-hmm. even pay that much, I don't no, think. No, I think you got it for dirt cheap. <laughs> I know I was super cheap because I went with a 10-scale yeah, like, buggy. It was like 179 <laughs> for a Nitro ready to run Yeah, I think with that's fuel what I paid, bottle. and I think you paid like, maybe like 200 <laughs> yeah, or 220 259 or something. Yeah, yeah you paid it wasn't a little even, bit more than yeah, I did. And it yeah. was a, that was a 10-scale two or an 8-scale? No, yours is an 8-scale eight eight scale. Eight Truggy. Actually, just like the one hanging behind you, except that one's electric. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an HPI, funny enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good like little truck. Thing. It's a fast truck. I was airing that thing out at a Rotary Fest. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was fun. But, yeah. So, uh, do we want to talk about your pro-light issues, Mike? <clears throat> Not really. It gets me fired up. <laughs> so, I bought a pro-light. <laughs> oh, we're talking about it? Okay. Team Associated Pro-Light. <laughs> and I think that truck is the bane of my existence. For racing. For racing. Great truck. After you replace every part on it. Yeah. With aluminum. Matt, what's your honest opinion on that truck? Uh, Pretend Mike's not here. Tell, tell me what you're thinking. It's a piece of crap. And see, uh, I don't I'm, see I'm like somewhat that. to blame for him buying J- it. Jim likes that truck. Up. I do. I. Jim, we were talking before the podcast. Yeah. You should let him drive it. It's your. It, it, I did what, drive it. What, I did drive what it. What you said, that deal, it's done. You're in 4 by 4 short cross truck. <laughs> <laughs> we can shake on it right now. We can do it on the air. Uh-huh. We can make the deal. <laughs> I I think you should spend a little bit more time with it. Jim, I've spent so much time with it. I know. What I've seen you going down the straightaway, and then you let off the throttle, and you're sideways. Something's all wrong with the, I don't know, drag brake or whatever. Or the tires aren't They're new. brand new tires. What kind of tires are they? Um, are they barcodes, or are they... Uh, they, well, no, they're the AKA version of the barcode. Yeah, they're good tires. Yeah, they're they're like what, what kind of diff oil you got in the front? Well, five thousand. Well, no, you got thirty thousand in the uh, front. sorry, thirty thousand thirty in the, front. in the front and five in the rear. Yeah, he's running the same setup that my SC ten four by four is running. But it's a, it's not a, it's not what his is. But it's a, still the same it, concept. It's the same concept. Okay, which now your four by four, which drives it the front, right? No, mostly the rear on is. That's where the problem is. You got to get the front to drive. Good luck. Back. It's that's got a slippery in it. That's why he's got thirty thousand in the front. The idea is the thirty thousand in the front in a straight line is going to have more pull because it's going to be more like a lock diff in the front. Now I'm not going to lie. In turning, <laughs> I, 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 
think there think- might be there might be an issue with that because Jim is right. They're not the same vehicle, and maybe I, when I suggested we do it, overlooked the the belt drive system on my truck. He got belts. He has gears. I mean, well, but he's just got a center drive shaft. That's the only difference. The way mine gets power to the front is through yours a belt. has a slippery on it. Yeah, but it's I, a little more complicated than not yours. to get into too much conversation. I think I say I don't want to look at it anymore. The problem is, is there's so much invested into it to not. Yeah, you can't. It's give the up it's on it's now. the frustration. I've got one brand new diff in a bag. I think the you only use reason it on the front. The only reason why I don't have two brand new diffs in the bag is because there was only one available. There was only one available. Once the second one's available, I'm going to build two brand new diffs, going to take the thing apart, clean it all up, and we're going to reevaluate the well, situation. I think if you plan on going to Casey's here in two weeks, you put that diff together that you have. Well, I'm going to see if we can get the second one. i got to look at Amy yeah. and see. And even if, right it, and if you can't, uh, build that one for the front. Leave the rear the way it is because mm-hmm. you're having steering issues. Maybe rebuild the one that you got. Just try five thousand in it. What's what's your well? No, you issue? know what you know what we're gonna do is we're gonna look at the manual, which is something it that plows really bad. Yeah, you you turn left, it, it goes straight. Because <laughs> the, the back tires are end is driving it. That's why it's pushing. It's pushing. I, I I gotta agree with you on that. Like I said, it, it there's something up. I think what me and Matt are, what we're gonna do in in this conversation, we're gonna build it by the book. The the oil I, in the I back. End, I don't I, think they're oil filled diffs in the book though. I think they're grease filled. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking it up now too. The the oil I have in the back end of that is like literally like a one thousand just to start. Okay, so let's throw this out there. Team Associated Prolite. Mm-hmm. Stock spur. I think I have a tiny pinion on it. I think it's an eleven or a ten. Yeah. So got a Tegan Pro Four. Forty six thousand KV. I think it is. Yeah. Deacon, RX8. RX8 Gen 2. The drive line's all stock. There's aluminum, everything on that thing. Yeah, because <laughs> well, cause early when he got it, there was a lot of steering slop. So doing that's the research right. that I did, because Thunder Tiger recently purchased, mm-hmm. associated at the time, that's when the Pro Lake came out, because it was a Thunder Tiger or Sparrowhawk or something like that. that. That's it. Yeah, And it's also <clears throat> the same as their drift car. Oh, a lot okay. of parts now are shared with that new drift car that came out. Oh, no, you're talking about the Rally, the aren't rally you? The Rally, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yes, rally. the Rally. Okay. okay. Because that's where they design the sway bars mm-hmm. for the Pro Rally, it's called. Yeah. Yep. Fit on the Pro Light. Looking at it right now. And I put those on. You put the sway bar on the rear. Both. Front, front and, and rear. rear. Oh, see, you started the rear first. Yeah, well, I know, and then that was suggested. But here's the thing. It didn't make it worse, and it didn't make it better. So really, you know what I'm saying? The other thing that's been changed on it is it's got SC10 4x4 shocks and springs on it now. Yeah, which was a big difference because Huge difference. back when we talked about you changing shocks on it last year, you kind of went and did your own due <laughs> yeah, diligence and you ended excited. up accidentally ordering the 12mm big bores meant for the two-wheel drive SC10, not for the 4x4. That's right. So I made sure this time I pointed you in the right direction. I think they're only a millimeter bigger. They're only thir- No, they're 16 millimeter. are they not? In diameter? Yeah. No, 12 millimeter versus 13 millimeter. Is is that it? It That's is it. just 13? That's the difference. Okay, and then, and then yeah, okay. But so, they're just beefier. Like, so, yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it, there's a huge difference in that. And it, jumping it, world of difference. Yeah, it sits up higher than it did. So, so here, here's, here's my, here, let, and let's just continue talking. So here's what the problem is with it. 
You get on the throttle, and the back end is all over the place. Way too much power. So, do you, is it a slippery clutch problem, or is it the gears, uh, the differentials with wrong oils? Now, it hasn't been a part in a while. Yeah, maybe there's them. maybe there's nothing even in those things. It just leaked out. So that's problem number <laughs> one. Possible. Like I said, there's there's things that need to be looked at with it. And you, you and another thing too, we don't have the facility to test test all the time. Well, yeah. exactly. I can't go yeah. run the thing every second yeah. day and uh, yes, exactly. So um, when you go around a corner, is it rolling or? So like rolling I would over, say when when you. Understeer, I believe, is what that would be called. When you're, it, you turn, so you want to make a left-hand turn, mm-hmm. and normally you slow down, not slow down, but you start to turn. You, you you try to do all your braking, and you turn left. The thing wants to keep going straight until you come to almost a crawl. Then it's like the front tires bite, and then you go around the corner. Okay, I'm gonna read something. The problem is, is you get on the throttle, and the back end's fishtailing, and you're fighting to keep it straight. So you got these two issues, which are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read something to you. Okay. So, uh, from Associated in the manual for the ProLite. Yep. Stock shock fluid settings. Front black grease, rear black grease. That's for the shocks? Yeah. No. I meant uh, to say, (laughs) oh, it does say stock shock fluid settings. I'm not, I'm not misreading that, right? (laughs) So, so they got a typo in the manual? I'm not misreading that, right? It does say shock. I can't see from here, but. (laughs) Really? Jim, can you see that? Yeah, yeah. It says shock, right? Yep. Okay. It says shock. <laughs> okay, so anyway, then it goes on to explain that uh, with, uh, what is it here? Front diff, uh, thicker oil will get less low-speed steering and better acceleration out of the turns. So you got a thick oil <laughs> in the front? Yeah. So he should be getting decent turning at speed. Low speed should suck. And it's the opposite. Okay. Now it says on the rear diff, thicker oil will rotate less in the turns and accelerate straight on power. So you need to put a thicker oil in the rear to start with for sure. Because you're having it getting all squirrely, right? Yeah. And you don't want it to be getting squirrely. Are we reading that right? Thinner no. oil will give more low speed traction. So maybe leave it at 5K and maybe deal with front. Maybe it's the front cause. It, it's such a no, trick no, no. with it. it, it the, it, the back end. You know what? RC Tech is what we need to do. Yeah. Get on there. Read some Read some of the, the uh, whatchamacallit, the forums. Yeah, and just see maybe for guys that have see what successfully he, used them to race. And I think we remember when uh, fellow <clears throat> racer Joel had, had, had one. He had that thing going around like it was on. And he didn't else. do anything to it, though, other than I think it had different shocks on it. Yeah, I, he doesn't remember. That's the problem. I know it had different shocks, and I know the guy he got it from had put... Uh, and the Chambers modi- boys, too, had one. Clay Chambers, I believe. And Jess? I think so. Really? That's what, that's what they started off with. Hmm. Yeah, at uh, CDs. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. Who was that? Was that you? I have no idea oh, what it that It might have been me. I had my stupid email open. I'm stupid. So, anyways, back to the ProLite. Mm-hmm. Anybody that is listening to this... Please, for the love of God, before I take that RC full speed, if I can make it go straight <laughs> into a brick wall, <laughs> give us the ideas. Yeah, reach out to us on Facebook. You can Facebook us. Uh, we have a section on the Sue RC Car Club's forum, so you can forum? go to suercarclub.com and then go to forum, and then click on the link that says right here. It says <laughs> click, and then me, and then in between it's a teal letter. Just click on that. I'm going to fix that so when you just yeah. click on the forums tab, I looked at it doing it, and I was like, mm, 
I'll let Mike do that. You were a little confused, eh? Well, I was just, I was like, if I change it and I screw it up, then I got to call Mike and tell him (laughs) I try to do something on my own. Mm -mm, I'll just let him fix it. (laughs) So So anyways, advice, please, anybody. Absolutely. Because I am honestly at my wits end with it. Now, back to what Ty Tessman said. I think what I need to do is maybe concentrate on something that isn't frustrating me as much, which is maybe the buggies. You know what I mean? Concentrate on the buggies. Leave the short course truck alone maybe for a couple races. Well, because or, I'm frustrated or, with it. Because or, or you know what to do is work on it, but don't race it. So when you have the opportunity to put it out there and try a few different yes. things, try it. Because if you know your buggies are where you like them and they're good, remember, again, comfortable for you. Oh, for sure, for if sure. If they're comfortable, for, then spend a little bit of time on it and, and then know, okay, I'm not racing it today. I'm just seeing if I can get this yeah. thing running a little better. If it gets running a little better, a little better, a little better, the next thing you know, you can start racing it again. I mean, the beautiful part is at least we've gotten from every time it goes on the track explodes it explodes <laughs> to every time it goes on the track it at least comes off yeah true you know yeah. so <laughs> i mean it, it, it's been i guess for everybody that says it's been a frustrating vehicle for me because it's just been two years now of nothing but drive it break it drive it break it drive it break it now we're at drive it can't control it drive it can't control it yeah. So <laughs> I guess I guess we're taking steps in the right, right direction. direction. It's not getting broken. Um, <laughs> well, like I I I watched it there for like four or five laps or more. Really, you were able to watch it? Yeah, because it would have been painful. I, well, I, I'm concerned about because I I did mention it to you and you did buy it and you feel guilty. I I do, but I'm thinking <laughs> there's a diamond in the rough there. I don't. I, I think it'll not come bad. in time. I really do. Yeah. Again, it's going to come back to the, I wish we had a place yeah, to go to. And on that yeah. note, if this happened to be somebody local who's listening that happens to have a building. With a furniture store on top. Yeah, or yeah. anything on top with a large area where we could set up carpet and they're more than willing to let us. 90 by 120 feet is what so, we set up. Well, that's what the track size is. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But that's all we need. It, as long as there's an opening, there can be poles. Place to stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like there can be poles, just not in the middle of a 90 by 120 foot section. Well, no, there can be poles. We can set a track up around poles. Yeah, Places but we, have to do that. True, but, but we can prefer not to. True. Very, very Or we true. can take the pole out. That'd be great because chances are one of our RCs will put a dent in it. Um, I don't know. I'd rather a dent in a pole than the building <laughs> falling on my head, but that's just me. But it is. It's uh, Particular it's, uh, to my noodle. We'll figure it out, I'm sure. Yeah. I think the people that know me well know that I think you, I think you got the right idea. Maybe back off from it. Like I said, we'll we'll do a little bit of work to it here between Casey uh, yeah. like a Casey's race coming up yeah, in well, uh, 2 weeks. 2 weeks. Try it out. And if you don't like it, put it back in the bin and yeah. it can just stay there or you can tinker with it when you have a little bit of time when you're not having to tinker with other things. Yeah, Casey's races we there's definitely time I think in between races. Well, especially for us. We said that at the last uh, <sighs> uh, on our last podcast. That is our mine and yours vacation. Time. Yeah. That that's when we get to go and actually race and enjoy our day racing. You know, so not that I don't enjoy my day racing up here. There's but just so much more going involved yeah. for Mike and myself. On a race day when we race up here in, uh, at home, it's – put it this way. And, and, you know, I appreciate all the offers from everybody that's ever offered to fix my stuff if I break or do this if that. I have OCD. 
I'd rather just fix it myself and know that I fixed it. So that way if it falls apart, it's I can't fault. be upset with somebody else. Yeah. And I have a hard time sometimes dealing with, you know, just letting it go. So <laughs> again, if you're listening to this and you've offered to fix my vehicle and I kind of schluff it off, that's kind of why. It's not that I have anything against you. I just don't want to upset you when I look at you and go, why did my truck fall apart? Like I thought you fixed it because that's exactly what will come out of my mouth. <laughs> and just being honest, right? You know what I mean? So what, Casey races on, I believe, the 15th? Yes, Saturday. Saturday the 15th. You going, Jim? I will be there. Awesome. Um, Mike? Oh, yeah. I'm there, too. I'm going to be gone away. I'm going to take the wife shopping on Friday. And nice. Yeah, she'll be our little runner. Our little runner. Yeah, so we don't have to have that, no offense, Casey, horrible pizza that you bring in. You know oh what? It, I don't I don't mind it. I cardboard. Can't, yeah. Cardboard it, that, uh, sauce that's on hor- it. I, <laughs> but, but I I'll, eat it every cool. time. So I, do yeah, I, exactly. because there's no choice. <laughs> it's that or a Kit Kat. I know. Yeah. And a Kit Kat just, yeah. I don't know. It did something nasty to me there. After last <laughs> It was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm eating that pizza again, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just, I don't know what it is. If you got like an Aurora's pizza down there, because it's a franchise, right? What? Aurora's? BC pizza that he gets it from? Yeah, it's because there's yeah. one in Gaylord, I believe. Yeah. Look at that. The differentials are in stock. Oh, yay. So I'll have two. Perfect. Going forward. We just got to figure out what we're going to build them with. Yeah. Everybody, listen to this podcast. Listen to the next one and the one after that. Keep but listening. After you listen to this one or while you're listening to it, email us your differential ideas. Yeah. I guess I got to set up an email for us, eh? <sighs> Well, just you can email Matt Moose at Shaw.ca, S-H-A-W.ca. Or and you can get uh, me, Mike Badalia, S-I-L-3-N-T-V-I-P-3-R at gmail.com. Yes, it's Silent Viper. Yes, it's my Xbox gamer tag. No, I suck. Yeah. <laughs> just remember to replace the E's with a three, three and you're good to go. There you go. But yeah, no, that's... Uh, I don't know. You got anything else, Jim? Uh, no, I'm good. Take a quick good. break and I'll take a br- quick break, and then we'll just come back and wrap everything up. Sounds good. Sounds good, guys. We'll see you in a few. Where's my mouse? Oh, there it is. Okay, we're back from our little break there, and uh, yeah, so pretty much we're at the tail end of this deal, second episode of the MBM podcast. Uh, we had Ty Tessman on. Ty Tessman. I know. It was funny, when I first told Mike that, he goes, he goes, do you even know who he is? He said, quick, without looking, tell me what he races, and then of course I wasn't paying attention to my phone, he goes, oh, you cheated and went and Googled it, and I'm going, really, <laughs> you dude? You did, don't lie. No, I You're didn't. You're lying, I can see it in your eyes. Yeah, okay. You knew who he was. Of course. Who doesn't know who Ty Tessman is? But that's where well, I shouldn't say that. There's a few guys that don't know who he is. I was actually shocked when I mentioned it to a few people. And the one guy goes, who? I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. Are you? 
Go home uh, and Google yeah. Ty Tasman. <laughs> Go watch YouTube. <laughs> there were some jaws that hit the floor, though, when, when his name was brought up on yeah. the weekend, and yeah. they're like, wait a minute. Who? Like, the Ty yeah. Tasman? Yeah. No, oh. no, no, the, guy the, the pretend Ty Tasman. Yeah. <laughs> the, one, the one that we're renting uh, yeah. from uh, down the street there <laughs> that we're going to pretend Skype in yeah, and pretend to be Ty Tasman that actually oh, races I love and won worlds. It's so good. But, yeah, so... This is a first, our first podcast with all three of us in the studio. Uh, but at least we have the ability to bring probably just more or less you, Mike, in through Skype if you can't make it. Jim. I'll be here. I'm a diehard. Yeah. He's he's awesome like that. You won't be here. Oh, yeah. But uh, if the wife works nights, you won't be here. That's true. Exactly. You have bring that up, eh? Well, we'll just send my wife up to his house to babysit. Oh, I'll bring him here. There you go. <laughs> That'll be entertaining. Uh, yes. <laughs> like, shh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, of course, Ty Tasman on. That was awesome. You know, we touched on, uh, you know, the MIP uh, sticky tape stuff there that uh, that Jim picked up. His 224, my B5M. I kind of can't wait to get the chance to run that in two weeks. Jim's top secret blacked out envelope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with his uh, center diff kit. <laughs> <laughs> Top secret. <laughs> Crypto- oh, did I say that cri- out loud? Cryptographic. Oh, okay. Wow. That's what it is. And talked, uh, to, talked about the Pro Light. Yeah, the Poo Light. Yes. I call it the Poo Light. It's a good truck. It's just. I think it'll get there. It'll yeah. come. I think we need to do what you said. Just work Start on it a little bit. Try it out. If you don't like it, put it back in the bin. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. Go from there. Racing. Yeah, racing. So uh, basically, on the fifteenth of November, at Casey's. November 15th. What time's racing start? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to look it up. I just I make sure I'm there when the door's open. Yeah. 8 we o'clock, go, doors 8 open. o'clock, doors we open. We go do Big Boy, and then we go No, racing. 9 o'clock, doors open. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yes. We got to hit yes. Big Boy. Big Boy, 8 o'clock. Buffet. Big Boy, St. Ignace. The Buffett. Leave the bacon alone, because I'll probably have eaten it all already. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the Sioux RC Car Club, we race again on, I think it's the 7th. Sunday, December 7th. Yeah. And just as a throw it out there. It's going to be December again. I know. The snow may be on the ground. Maybe. And our race after that is going to be on January 11th. Yes. Cause we're because we're pushing it back. Year. Yeah, because of the new year. We'll probably see some new trucks out there. Yep. Maybe. Some Christmas gifts. Santa. Maybe. maybe. Or maybe some new accessories. Oh, new oh. accessories. Mentioning new accessories. I got a new charger. Yes, you did. I got the ProTech. What is it? The ProTech. It's right behind you there. ProTech Prodigy. It's in the one bin, not with the cars in it. The other one. Sorry, I can't well, see it. Your laptop's it's, it's in the way. way over there. Yeah. Um, needless to say, basically it does uh, 100 watts per side. Don't even do. <laughs> it charges. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> True. It charges. It, char- it discharges too. Can you believe it? Wow, special um, features. Needless to say, I was really happy with it. It's it's cut down my charging. Well, I shouldn't say it's cut down my charging time drastically, but what it has done is allowed me to charge two batteries at the same, same time. time. Well, but you need to tell everybody is, is your previous charger was the Traxxas 6 amp. Uh, yeah, this the uh, the Traxxas uh, Easy Peak Plus. Easy Peak Plus. Nice. Yes. Which you've had since the beginning of Since I got into electric. Electrics. And it's it's done me justice. It's done all right, but you know, we go out and run our boats there this summer and I run two 2S packs in it and you know, because the boats are pretty much wide open from the time you throw them in the water to the time mm-hmm. the, the battery is done. Yeah, let's be for real here. 10,000 milliamp hour batteries. Yeah. Only last seven, eight minutes. Eight minutes if yeah. you're really going. 
So I got 5,000s and I got my tracks of 7,600s I ran in it. While I come home, it would take me sometimes 110 minutes, almost two hours to charge the Traxxas packs. That's one pack. <laughs> I have two of them to charge. And actually, I have four batteries to charge in total. So we're talking about like six to seven hours of charge time, which in reality isn't bad when we're talking about what we're doing, right? But we usually call a half hour before, hey, let's go run the boats. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so not charged. Yeah. Or when you go RC crawling, Jim. Yes. You would call Matt and never tell me and I'd never be ready. <laughs> <laughs> and I told you several times, Jim, I need more than one hour notice to be going out rock crawling. Yeah, yeah. but okay, yeah. now it's awkward. Where's the rocks? Where's the rocks? Where's the rocks? We're getting there. We're going to go through the trail first. Would yeah, you first, relax? First we went for a nice leisure walk, leisure walk through the bush. <laughs> Got eaten by 7,000 mosquitoes. It wasn't bad if we kept moving it. So when we stopped for yeah, whatever. Start Listen, the reality is I'm fluffy. I sweat. <laughs> sweat brings mosquitoes. Mosquitoes mean itchiness. Not my favorite thing. Yeah, I know. It was a pretty miserable summer after getting bit about 50 <laughs> times by those Oh, things. that was brutal. Right on the knuckle, too. Always. Oh, always in the worst, worst spots. Those yeah. are the worst. <laughs> I honestly think the boats was the favorite part, of, favorite time of my, oh my goodness, of the summer. Yeah, I enjoyed mine. Other the fact that mine leaks. Yeah, I gotta fix it. Remember at the beginning of the summer, the whole uh, losing the boat down St. Mary's River, and we gotta go get it, swim for it. That uh, was in April, right? Or was it May? I think it was. In was that the first time you went for a swim? No, the first time. Remember, I I I jumped in like uh, the Terminator up up to my knees and grabbed your boat. <laughs> yeah, that? I wasn't yeah. with you yeah. that time. Yeah, he he wasn't there. That was the first time. Oh, that was a, that was at Hiawatha. No. Yeah, that was at Hiawatha, but then at Bellevue Park too. I jumped in because like, oh, what are we gonna do? And I just, just that. No, that yeah, that was the time when Matt blew the shaft. No, before that, before that, your boat, uh, the battery died. Oh, I don't you remember. You were floating out there. It was only. Knee All deep. I know is, is Jim, is the man. Yeah, of swimming in freezing cold water. Uh, well, I tried. It, I tried, and you know, I Jim, 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 I, I came back too. He, I went in, and Jim goes. Oh, stop being a yeah, and just do it. I'm like, you don't understand it. I cannot no, breathe. He's like, I'll do it. Away. So he goes in there and he gets up to his chest and he goes to swim. He goes, that is really bad. <laughs> he, he ended up finding a, a yeah. faster, more direct, yeah, shallower I route. Around, I went around to the point, yeah. but sure thing, you got to get in there at some you're, point. You're a bigger man, yeah, but than both of us. You know, you doing that in no way, shape, or form are we condoning swimming for your boat. Yeah, no, don't no, do it. Don't no. do it. The, the, we uh, went against every rule yes. that anybody that runs RC boats See, will ever tell you. And do not go swimming but after I, your boat. I fixed that problem. I bought us an inflatable boat with paddles. And we have that problem, yeah. which we did. Well, that's We're, a 50% of the problem. We're missing one key part. <laughs> what? The part that makes us float. Oh, yeah. If we fall out of the exactly. <laughs> we're, we're 50% of the way there. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay on the plastic if it deflates. Yeah. Just hold your breath. It'll yeah. make you float. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to work so well. No, but the boats have been fun, though, uh, besides yeah. the whole uh, water rescue missions. But, yeah, no, fun fun times. Yeah. yeah. Pretty boats, much. those have been going to be put yeah. away for I a while. I think we'll uh, revisit boats, though, in a couple of months. Oh, yeah. yeah, in yeah. the spring. And, uh, yeah, I was looking at some stuff online, what I might be doing to mine. I just don't like the idea of having to rebuild a new motor mount for it. I just think I want to buy a real boat. Good luck with that. You got a boating <laughs> license Off- there, big guy? Offshore racing boat? Oh, yeah, 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 like that thing you sent us a picture of Yeah, that They're your cheap. brother bought, remember? Like 300 grand later. Yeah. 
that he didn't buy. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was that. <laughs> we, and, we get this <laughs> message from Jim's wife. Look at what Jim's brother, brother just bought. bought. Me and Jim, me and Matt are looking at each other like, oh <laughs> my yeah. god, this is gonna be fun. And then we found out they just took the picture to mess with us. <laughs> <laughs> brutal, brutal. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, are we missing anything? I'm just trying to think. I think what we, we covered racing at Casey's, Casey's, racing for us. I'm excited for Casey's. Oh, yeah. Me too. And of course, don't forget to like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash MBM podcast. The Sue RC Car Club. Yeah, Sue RC Car Club Canada. Canada, correct. Um, and what's Casey's? Casey's is a Casey uh, Hobbies and Raceway, I believe. Yeah, can you look it up real I quick? I am getting him on you do Facebook that. right now. Of course, I'll uh, obviously we want to pimp out where you can get our podcast. Now, that I haven't mentioned. Um, we are now available on iTunes. So you, uh, if you have an iOS device, you can go on through the iTunes uh, Music Store, and you can actually find MBM Podcast in there. Um, and as well, of course, we're on uh, mbmpodcast.podbean.com. And, of course, we'll share all this stuff on Facebook and everything like that. And make sure you check out Ty Tasman. Give him a like if you haven't already. And uh, just keep coming back. So what's uh, Casey's info Casey, there? if you're on Facebook, it's the letters K and C, Hobbies and Raceway. Uh, the Facebook link's a little more complicated than that, so I'm not going to read that. But if you just do the search for K, K, the letter K, letter K, letter C, C, Hobbies, the short form for and, the uh, old shift number seven key. Okay. Raceway. All right. I think what we're going to do is, too, we're going to get some of these links posted. We we kind of touch base on that for people to... Yeah, we're going to do, uh, basically, when I go back, I'll edit everything, uh, probably give it another listen through and just kind of take some brief notes, um, maybe just segment notes, kind of talk briefly about what we talk in each segment. Yeah, for sure. If we can kind of keep that, it'll allow people to know what we're talking about. Links for stuff. Uh, Jim, that means you're going to have to go home and give me the links for all that wonderful stuff you brought with you. Sure thing. Well, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Well, well find it. I'm sure I can find it, but give Jim something to do. But so yeah, on that note. I think that's it. So on uh, on that note, of course, uh, we're going to say goodbye for now. Everyone stay safe. Yes. And uh, drive it like you stole it. Right? Perfect. Mm, yeah. That doesn't turn out so well. Well. Broken parts, remember? Well, hey, you remember that internet meme that's out there? Shows two kids standing in a hobby shop looking at a wall full of parts. And it <laughs> says, a man's most expensive hobby starts at 99 cents. It does. And ain't that the truth. And with that, have yourselves a great week. We'll be back in two weeks, and we'll talk to you then.